Hi everyone, welcome to Real Talk with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Let's be real. Life has its ups and downs, and sometimes we don't take the time to really talk about it. So that's what I'm gonna do, talk about it. Join me and a different guest each week as we talk about faith, fun, and everything in between. So let's get started with today's episode. I have Joy Brandt here in the studio with me today. How are you, Joy? I'm doing well. How are you? I am so excited to have you here. Very happy to be here. Yes. This is going to be so much fun. You guys are in for a real treat listening to her. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So, Joy, introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us more about who you are and what you do. Okay. So, like she said, my name is Joy Brandt. I graduated from homeschool. Um, I also went my junior and senior year to um, Ohio High Point for nursing in the nursing program. After that, I went to college and specialized in phlebotomy, which is um, drawing blood. And I currently work in urgent care. I also coach volleyball for Calvary Christian. I played there for all four years of high school, and I coach the junior high team. Awesome. I bet that's a lot of fun. (laughs) It is an absolute blast. It really is. So you and I go way back. Way, way back. (laughs) So basically it says birth. (laughs) Pretty much. I've known you as long as I can remember. Yes. We grew up at church together. Yes. Yes. And that has been fun. Exactly. But I didn't really know you very well till probably high school freshman year, I would say. Yeah. Maybe a little bit younger than that. Yep. I'd say it was probably your freshman year, my junior year. Yeah. That or it might, we might have met like officially, I think when you turned 16 is when I first started getting to know you. Yes. So So, fun fact, I was looking for a notebook to write some stuff down last night for this podcast (laughs) and I found a journal and I picked it up and I'm like, oh, this is probably empty. (laughs) I open it up (laughs) and it's like my 16th year and I'm like, oh boy. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) I literally found the day I wrote down about my 16th birthday party and how all of my friends were there. Wow, that was, I'll tell you what, that was a very exciting night. (laughs) (laughs) It was. So we want to talk more about that and our journey of friendship and what God did with that. I'll tell you what, God (laughs) can really do a whole lot with just a little situation that you think isn't going to go very far. He can, it's amazing what God can do. Yeah, So I want to talk more about that in our teen years. So how it got started was around 15, 16, I was really longing for friends. I was not super social and I was just really hoping that somebody would approach me and say, hey, come hang out with me. But it never happened. And I was like, well, this isn't going to (laughs) work. So finally, something hit me in the head and I realized, well, it was God, but I, <laughs> I realized I need to start reaching out to other people if I want to make friends. So I'm going to have to be bold and take a step. So I did. And I did that with my 16th birthday party. I'm like, I'm just going to invite a bunch of girls from church. And even if they're younger or older than me, I want as many people to come as possible. So tell me a little bit about your side of that story. Okay, so at that time, like I said, I didn't really know you very well. I didn't. I knew of you, and I knew I'd seen this little redhead around, but I didn't really know you personally. Um, I had actually been, I think, I think it was 
Carolyn Dunn, I think it was. And she says, hey, I'm going to this party too. We'd already been invited, but I didn't know you very well. And she's like, hey, I'm going too. You should come with and it'd be, we'll have a great time together. So um, I know Claire, my sister, came along with me. And that's when I fully, for the first time, really like met you. And I had always seen you as being really, really quiet and very <laughs> a shy person. And I'll tell you what, that night I was majorly proven wrong. You are not <laughs> as quiet as y'all think she is. But I mean, that experience, I had had like one or two friends, really good friends, but I didn't have like a friend group to hang around, hang around with. Yeah. And so finally having found this little group that we all seemed to really click real well with, it was, it was, it was really helpful to me, especially being a young high schooler and just like maybe a freshman at that time, maybe a freshman. It was, it was very impactful for me and I didn't realize how much of an impact it was going to be for me until years long. Yeah. And this was, let's see, six, seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. When all of this kind of started. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we became fast friends. Very quickly. Um, Our whole friend group did. There was eight of us, nine, ten. Yeah. Eight to to ten. And we became fast friends. But one thing that really made the friend group special was it wasn't just like small talk. Mm -hmm. We would go from laughing our heads off at something stupid to instantly serious and talking about the Lord. Like like I said earlier, it was crazy how when God can take a whole bunch of crazy random teenage girls and put them in a room together and how that's all that we had in common. We Mm -hmm. didn't really know each other very well. We knew of each other because we went to the same church, but we didn't really know each other. And the fact that the one thing that we all guaranteed had in common was that we had our love for the Lord. And it was, it's crazy. Like you said, how crazy teenage girls can go from laughing and crying (laughs) to really having a deep discussion and really working out and the deep discussions we would have about God and about our own faith. It was, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And we could just open up about our struggles. Like, hey, I'm dealing with this. And we weren't even afraid to say anything. It was definitely like like, a safe space for us. When we all came together, went to Abigail's house, it was a safe space for us to be. Yeah. And it was really fun to have my house there as like the central meeting place. Like all the girls could come over and even my parents were getting in on it. And like my parents probably know more about you guys than a lot of people do. (laughs) I guarantee that your parents probably know that my own brothers know about me. (laughs) (laughs) It was really fun. Those were such good memories. So what was your favorite memory about hanging out with this group of friends? I would have to say probably my favorite would be um, our the annual Christmas party that we have now. Mm. It was good night a couple of years ago when this all first had really started as our the friend group officially. <laughs> um, you had that Christmas party mm-hmm. and it went from being hey we're here for the holidays everybody's out of school because it's Christmas break to being able to come back and reconnect after you've been apart for months because everyone's busy with school and their lives to come back together and almost do like a like a year recap of what God had been doing in our lives and the things that he had um, shown us and helped us walk through um, and just having really good deep discussions. And it was a nice, it is a nice time to have us all back together again and reconnect. Um, It's just, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Those are such good memories. Of course, some of my favorite memories were anytime we did lip sync battles and took videos of it. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Yeah. 
lip sync battles and I think there was a party at my house one time where we would play Disney music and we would act it out at like two o'clock in the morning. I'll tell you what, that is some crazy stuff. Crazy times. <laughs> yes, we were really, really crazy. And this was just on pure sugar and adrenaline. Literally and lack of sleep. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> yes, for sure. Now, so we talked a little bit about what made this group different. And that was because we were intentional about being real with each other. Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't just for the purpose of just our small group. Being real with each other was training each other to go further than that, to take that deep conversation or that life lesson with that friend and spreading it further than just that group in high school. Because as I talk to all of you girls, I see what kind of impact it made. Mm-hmm. And you guys carried it into the future and I carried it into the future and used those tools on how to love each other with other people. Mm-hmm. And I've watched that trickle down and we'll talk more about that here in a minute. But it's so awesome to see everybody just loving other people yes. in a real way. Yes. And it's, I mean, high school year and like freshman year, like young teenage godly women walking this new path <laughs> we have for ourselves. It was really it was really good to have those christian friends or those those girls that love the lord and loved each other mm-hmm. to have somebody to fall back on knowing that hey i'll be praying for you and you'll be praying for me and know that we can we can come to each other when we're struggling or when we're having um a down day or a down week or a down year i mean it 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 all varied from that but it was really nice to have have that group of girls to help to encourage each other and to um, help us be more confident in reaching out to other girls and bringing them into our into our little circle of people. <laughs> yeah, the confidence for sure was a big thing for me. Oh yeah, building confidence mm-hmm. that was just amazing. I would have never thought I'd be that brave to just go up to somebody I didn't know very well and say, "Hey, how are you doing?" <laughs> no, like yeah. really, tell me how are you doing? Yeah. You're not fine. I want to know how you're doing. I'll tell you what, that specific phrase, no, really, no, really, how are you doing? For real, like, how are you doing? That would totally change from, oh, I'm just going to have this conversation. I don't really want to talk about what I've been struggling with this week. I just want to move on with the conversation and try to step away from what I'm actually struggling with. That phrase, no, really, how are you doing? Tears instantly, (laughs) constantly, constantly. So it... It was a lot easier, and I know my sister and I both agree, it was a lot easier and faster if when the question was asked, how are you doing, just be honest, don't don't make them ask you, no, really, how are you doing? Because if you just get it out, really, I'm actually struggling this week, or actually, I've just had a really hard day, or school was rough, or now work was rough, or it's just, it's easier and it's faster if you just admit that you did have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> it takes the weight off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when you really open up about things, it's just like this, you know, instant tears, but that sigh of relief when you share with somebody. You don't feel like you're carrying this burden anymore. You feel, it's just, you feel lighter. If you have someone to share with, you don't just keep all all the negative to yourself. Right. And so this kind of goes into the next thing I wanted to talk about is where we're at today and what we've learned from our past. And um, yeah, that's a big thing is just opening up and... Mm -hmm 
being real because <laughs> no pun intended if we're walking around with masks on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not going to be very good if we're just you know making ourselves look good and yeah. not opening up well and going right off of that I mean for me uh, wearing a mask all of the time <laughs> um just putting out that positive attitude and that positive face that hey everything's fine and God is good all the time, and I've never experienced anything horrible. And just putting out that face, you don't understand how many like younger girls than we are, or little girls who are looking up to us, and they're like, well, they've got it so good. Why am I struggling so hard? And I know I struggled that with that a lot when I was younger, just seeing all these older girls. I'm like, they look like they've got their lives perfectly together, and I feel like I'm struggling, and I feel like I'm climbing up a hill constantly. And just for me being able to turn that around and think about it the other way. Now that I'm the older girl, now that I'm the big girl that all the little elementary girls and junior high girls are looking up to just to be that positive person and just go, no, really, it is okay. It is okay to hurt. It is okay to cry. These things do really happen. And it's just to figure out and to find a way to pull yourself out of all the low spots is what really, I really quickly learned it was hard for me to learn, but I learned it through our friend group as well. Yeah. Yeah. One of the quotes that I've tried to stick to is be who you needed when you were younger. Oh my goodness. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I live by the same thing. Yeah. Be, be, be the teenage girl or the, the role model that you needed when you were, when you were younger. Yeah. So for sure. Anything else that you took out of our friend group? Um, I also took out that like, you're not alone. Mm. kind of like going off the same struggles thing like you're not you're not alone in your struggles like you think like depression is very like individual like only a small sprinkle of people in this world actually suffer with that but you don't realize how fairly common that is and how differently people struggle with that until like we would talk about it we would open up that's one of the things that we would open up about was um, our personal individual struggles with that and just the confidence in knowing you know what they're struggling just the same as I am, but they can pull out of it and knowing, okay, I can do it too. I can pull out of this. I can put, <laughs> I can put a smile on my face and just the confidence. Cause I've heard multiple times just seeing like, like Abigail, just seeing your smiling face every week, just, just puts like a skip in my step, a spring in my step, just to know that, okay, Abigail's doing good. So I can do good too. <laughs> we can both do this. Just getting a <laughs> hug from you gets me through the week. <laughs> I know. I know it. You don't appreciate a hug until you can't give a hug anymore. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Tell me about it. Yeah. No. So we talked about asking people how they're doing and being there for when they're struggling. So Joy, oh. how are you doing? <laughs> for real, how am I doing? For real. Well, as you know, I don't know how many people do know, but I have my own health issues. I don't feel well all the time. I mm. have several autoimmune diseases that we're trying to nail down and pinpoint um, that has been a very long and not always a pleasant road. I'm going through different different treatments, different medications, trying to figure out and see what works best for you, what helps me be able to like stand up throughout the day and not be in pain all the time. It's been, it has not been fun. And it was very difficult for me to be happy and to put a smile on my face when like you felt so bad. I would feel so bad. And, um, I've especially learned with my junior high volleyball team this year, especially just to see those girls and see how much they, they love me and they appreciate what I'm doing and they don't know, they don't know anything about what I've been going through. They don't know anything about it. And just 
just the impact that they make on me is just so encouraging to put a smile on my face and you can keep going through it. And um, just recently I had um, some more testing done and it was literally like God just kind of opened up my eyes. Kind of like, I know I've heard it before, and I'm pretty sure you have too, where God makes this huge, beautiful masterpiece, this tapestry, and we don't see the end picture. We don't see the beautiful front part of it. All we can see is the crazy lines and the jagged marks in the back of the tapestry where Ooh. all the threads are just, it just doesn't look like, it doesn't look pretty. It's not a beautiful painting or it's not a beautiful tapestry yet. And it was just a moment where God kind of flipped it around for me to show me a little piece of the the front that he had shown me. And it was one of those where you could finally find the joy in which, what I've been going through. It was just a moment where I was like, you know what? If this hadn't been happening, if I hadn't been struggling like this, they wouldn't have found this. Or if this hadn't happened, then this bad thing hadn't happened, then this good thing, I wouldn't have been able to see it the way I can see it now. And I feel personally, like I have a lot more empathy now for um, my patients where I work and for my little girls when they don't feel good, just to understand that I know where you're coming from. And I've, I've been in that low place before. And just knowing that even though it hurts right now, God is always good. And yeah. I, I don't mean that to say that lightly, like God is good. He is so very good and he's so very faithful. Yeah. I know that whenever the two of us get together and one of us is struggling and, um, being able to just come around one another and wrap each other in each other's arms, give each other a big <laughs> hug and pray for each other or whatever. It's, um, it definitely helps encourage one another mm-hmm. when we feel like all hope is lost. Yeah. And seeing you and your faithfulness to God has honestly helped me turn towards God more during my struggles. <laughs> and then the tears flow. <laughs> I'm watching her cry over here. <laughs> oh, my word. Just seeing you and how you respond to all the trials that and the things that life just throws at you and just seeing how you respond as well. I didn't even know that it was you, you were watching me, but I was watching you. And Oh, my gosh. I know. Now I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> just watching and how seeing how you can put a smile on your face and how you can still go on with your day. You can now have this wonderful podcast that now we both get to be on and cry together, <laughs> but just watching how you responded and how, how God has worked in your life and how he works in other people's lives because of you. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. and so very encouraging to me. And the fact that we both, we have an understanding. We both have had rough years this year and 2020 <laughs> has not been our friend that, um, <laughs> for sure. It's just, it's very encouraging to have someone who understands and who can encourage each other as we walk through this wonderful 2020 together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you and I keep being there for each other in each other's life big moments. Mm -hmm. I remember being there with you when your treatments were over for something and you were there for me when my mom died. And um, (laughs) cue the tears. Oh, my word. (laughs) <laughs> it's called real talk gotta be real <laughs> <laughs> for real real um I remember you know just your presence there just was a glimmer of hope for me and joy no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> and walking through these struggles goodness I didn't even know you were watching me either <laughs> yeah. and 
you know, being in the darkest moments and the lowest of lows, even, you know, that moment when you guys, you and your sister brought me coffee one day, came to my house. I mean, it's even the smallest things have made such a huge impact on me. And it's allowed me to just breathe, mm-hmm. <laughs> know that I'm not alone, and then remind me that God is there providing for me. And you know what? It's crazy because like you were saying, like you were watching me and I didn't even realize you were watching me, but how God puts specific people in your lives that you don't even know how much you're going to need them in years. Because like the first time that we officially, I guess you could say, met for the first time um, at that birthday party, I didn't realize what an impact and how big of a person you were going to be in my life. And <laughs> it's it's crazy how, like you said, the text messages, the, just the conversations, just the checking up at the, in the middle of the night asking, how are you really, how are you doing? <laughs> um, and just the Bible verses that we've shared together and the different passages that we've talked over. Cause I know um, we both at the same time we're going over Job, um, which I feel mm-hmm. like that seems to be one that everyone goes to when they're struggling, but for real, I know there was a, I'll have to look it up, but I know there was a point um, in Job, Job one twenty one. it said after all that Job had been through, after he'd lost his family, he lost all of his children, he lost all of his wealth. And at the very end, um, in Job one twenty, it says, Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. And that alone was a hard verse for me to read. Just after everything that had happened, he worshipped. And then in Job one twenty one, it says, He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. And the Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm. And I, uh, at the time that I had been reading through, this was probably around the same time that you were, mm-hmm. and just reading and hearing, um, blessed be the name of the Lord after everything that had happened. And it was just something that I was at that moment. I was like, I don't think, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. Be able to praise God in this really, really low spot that I'm in. But finding that as encouragement, because one of those, well, if Job can do it, then I guess I can do it too. But (laughs) it was now looking back on where I was at that time and where I'm at right now, I can genuinely say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm Because he puts all these hardships and all these little itty bitty things that you don't even think about into your daily life for a reason. And you might not see the whole picture and you might never see the big picture. But those moments where he will turn around the tapestry just for a moment, just so you could get a glimpse of what he's really trying to do. I mean, just, it's just an incredible experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just watching you over there, just reading that with joy on your face. <laughs> I, I can't do that without laughing. <laughs> um, it just encourages me so much to see you um, just really digging in and really having a heart to having a heart that keeps going. Mm -hmm. and keeps beating for the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of those, um, constantly I'll get the comments like, like you were just saying, the joy, I call them the joy jokes. But um, for me, the way I had seen it growing up was even like now driving where I can see the other drivers driving by me and passing by where I can see their face and they're looking at me. For me, it was such a such a joyful experience, I suppose, when I could see when someone, some stranger, some random person would smile at me and just how Mm -hmm. much that would mean to me. And when I was struggling, the fact that I'm like, you know what, it's crazy how a little bit of your happiness 
can go a very long way in someone else's life. And so, yeah, um, yeah, my, I guess my little motto was growing up and still is, is, um, everyone deserves a little joy in their life. And there's no reason for me to, when I'm having a rough day to show that I'm having a rough day and having a hard time because some other person could really need that smile that I've got to give them more than I think I needed at the moment in my own life. Yeah. So even during the struggles, I mean, someone else could use that smile just as much as I need to, to give it. So. Yeah. And oh my goodness, when you reach out to people, even though you're hurting, it encourages your own heart mm-hmm. and it you distracts you from how much pain you're in. Exactly. You can't fake being happy. You can only fake it for so long before it actually becomes a reality. Yeah. So you can only fake something for so long. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's in, it's encouraging to me when I'm struggling and I give someone a smile or a hug or whatever they need and just to see the smile on their face and just the hope that they get mm-hmm. is encouraging to me. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So talking about that, I want to go into, um, how we want to make an impact moving forward and how others can make an impact too. So I gave you a verse, a couple of verses to read. Can you read that for me? Yeah. So it's Romans twelve nine. Let the, let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Mm, That is pretty good. That's, I mean, towards the very end, that's fairly heavy. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, if you go through, and I'm one to dig through like literally every like word in a verse, but just in the very end, practicing hospitality. That's something that like I've seen in you, Abigail, in your house and just opening up your place for us to come and to relax and to find that as a safe haven for us to go just was so encouraging to me growing up. And I know to my sister as well. So I'm going to read here 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, and it says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. (laughs) <laughs> it's like my life first right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then over to Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Amen to that. Amen. And so I wanted to bring these verses up because I wanted to kind of talk about how the two of us want to move forward in encouraging people. Yes. And like I said, how others can encourage others. Yes. So Joy, how can you and I continue to walk this journey of encouraging people well I know that's something that has been a dream of ours for good night I don't know how long but we didn't realize that it was each other's dreams until good night I think a month ago two months ago but I have always had it like a passion in my heart to have like a bible study or just a Sunday school or some class where I can encourage um younger girls so like junior hires or even a little bit younger just to show them that Yes, we all, like I've said before, we all have struggles. We all struggle. It's hard being a girl in this crazy world. (laughs) But um, just to show them what a godly woman, hopefully what a godly woman looks like and um, encourage them how to grow and to talk through some of the questions they may have and hopefully encourage them to grow more in their their, um, Christian walk. 
So did God provide a way for us to do that? He provided it actually very quickly. <laughs> I was very surprised how quickly that came about. It was a couple weeks ago, I think, and you had sent me a text asking, so are you still interested in um, teaching a Sunday school class of like junior high girls? I'm like, we literally talked about this like maybe two weeks ago. So unless something drastic has changed, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So we had actually been offered to or been asked if we were interested to teach a junior high Sunday school class at our church, where, which is kind of funny to me because some of the junior high girls on my volleyball team will be in this Sunday school class. So it is the gift that just keeps on giving. Yes. So yes, he has answered very quickly, and it's crazy how sometimes you can pray about something and you wait years and years and years, and how sometimes you could pray and like five minutes later you got an answer. So, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. God was like, "Oh nope, you guys are going to do this." Chop chop, you both figured out you both want to do it, so put you together and kabam, there we are. <laughs> we are having a meeting right after this about Sunday <laughs> yes. school, so I'm very excited. It's gonna be an amazing way to reach out. Um, What else? What else could we do with strangers? Oh my goodness. Well, like before, I'm a junior high volleyball coach. So I have been working with these girls and just watching how they respond to each other and respond to me. And I think there is a way where we could also in sports, if we want to have just like a fun day and have a whole bunch of girls come over from from different schools or whatever, we could have an outreach where we have like a girls night or like a game night or something, either at one of our houses, or we could do it at the church, or just find some place to go where we could all go together and be like, look, all these girls from crazy different backgrounds and from different schools and different areas, we all have a lot of things in common. And I think that would be a very encouraging, because I know I would have liked that, to have a night or a day where we could come and just come together as teenage girls all around the same age, and we play games together, and we fellowship together, and honestly, we worship together. Yeah. I haven't even told you this yet, but I've literally been brainstorming up an idea for how we could do that. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) All right. We'll see how God moves in that one. We'll see how quickly that prayer gets canceled, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So what advice could we give to others who are either stuck where they want friendships, but they don't know how to make them, or they've got friendships, but they want them to go deeper, or they just simply want to reach out to people, what could we say to them? I think my first response to that anyway would be, don't be afraid. Try not to be fearful and wondering, well, are they really going to like me? Or is this is this really where God wants me to be? Or is this something that I should be doing? Or don't, don't worry about that. Because I'll tell you what, God will work. If you just give him, if you give him an inch, he'll, he'll take it for a mile. <laughs> so um, I would be, I would encourage you to, uh, to go and have those conversations. If you want your friendship to go deeper, then have the deep conversations. Don't be afraid to go deeper and tell them, tell your friends what you're struggling with and ask them what they're struggling with. And I know a very big question that um, we asked while in our group together, sitting around in a circle, just having these deep conversations is how can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy, even with, with junior high girls, with the young girls, the serious conversations and the serious prayers, prayer requests that we get is just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it really, it, it can really rack your world sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see how these, these little girls, these little minds, how deep they work and how, how hard they're actually thinking about these things. And they're actually taking it seriously. They are. So just, yeah, I mean, it's amazing what prayer can do. So Yeah. 
Yeah, and I would say if you're scared to reach out to somebody, it is a risk always worth taking. Absolutely. Always worth doing. Yes. What is the worst that could happen? They say, no, thank you. (laughs) It's literally all it is. It is always a risk worth taking to make somebody's day and to impact them for the gospel. Absolutely. Amen to that. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if you, if anybody listening has any questions, feel free to reach out. We would love to get back with you on that. Absolutely. And help you help others and help you encourage others because the power of encouragement and the power of being real with one another is so incredible when God is in the center. Oh, absolutely. So true. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This has been an amazing conversation. This has been so much fun, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Laughter, tears, everything in between. All the good stuff. (laughs) My heart is so encouraged. Mine as well. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Joy, for coming in here and talking with me. This has encouraged me. I hope it has encouraged others. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. You can find me at abigailtip10. Leave a comment or a DM and I would love to get back with you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day, friends.